Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mula sa Quezon City, ako si Katrina Ventura. These are the headlines. President Rodrigo Duterte on Tuesday called for a ban on vape and e-cigarettes. This comes as the health department records its first case of e-cigarette or vape-associated lung injury or e-valley. I will ban it, the use and the importation. You know why? Because it is toxic and uh, the government has the power to issue measures to protect public health and public interest. But without an executive order, the president ordered the police to arrest all those caught using these battery-powered smoking devices in public. Executive order, never mind. It will come. I mean, uh, you are here. You have to act. Urgent, it's an immediate thing, especially if it is to protect the lives of the people. The state under the police power, through the elected officials, can do it. Duterte, who was a smoker himself, has always been tough on tobacco. When he was mayor of Davao City, it became a model of a smoke-free city. And this campaign of his followed through when he joined the national arena when he banned smoking in public places in May 2017. Still on this story, all over the world, cases of e-cigarette or vape-associated lung injury have been increasing. In the United States, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, or CDC, has confirmed seven deaths associated with e-cigarettes. Here is the report from CDC's medical epidemiologist, Lieutenant Commander Tara Jetlawi. As of September 17th, 530 cases of lung injury associated with the use of e-cigarette products or vaping have been reported to CDC from 38 states and one U.S. territory. Seven deaths have been confirmed among cases. Most patients have been young and otherwise healthy, reporting a gradual onset of symptoms over the course of a few days to weeks. These include respiratory symptoms such as cough, chest pain, shortness of breath, gastrointestinal symptoms, and fever, chills, fatigue, weight loss, or malaise. The CDC says it has identified a chemical of concern in the deadly vaping outbreak called vitamin E acetate. Vitamin E acetate is an additive sometimes used in e-cigarette fluids that may play a role in this serious illness. But the main selling point of vaping and e-cigarettes is the claim that it can help curb tobacco addiction by simply making the switch. Companies and groups continue to assert vaping is 95% safer than tobacco. But the World Health Organization has looked into these claims and says there's not enough evidence to support it. Here's the program manager of WHO's tobacco-free initiative, Armando Peruga. There's no sufficient evidence as to whether electronic cigarettes help or not smokers to quit smoking. 
Electronic cigarettes contain nicotine, other chemicals, and usually a few cancer-causing substances, although a much lower level than conventional cigarettes, that doesn't mean that they are not without risk. So far, 11 countries have banned or restricted the use of e-cigarettes. China still remains the least trusted country among Filipinos. The latest social weather station survey shows the net trust rating of China plunged to negative 33 last September. This is 9 points lower than the negative 24 it scored in June. But Malacanang remains optimistic that Filipinos will eventually warm up to China. Presidential spokesperson Salvador Panelo says, China will be eventually appreciated by Filipinos as Duterte's independent foreign policy has resulted in significant benefits. Meanwhile, the United States is still the most trusted country of Filipinos with a net trust rating of positive 72. This is followed by Australia and Japan. Speaking of China, You probably already know of the ongoing protests in Hong Kong. The past few weeks saw intense street battles, flash mob lunchtime protests, and violent clashes at universities. The city's universities had been sanctuaries for young protesters. But last week, protesters brought the battle to universities across the city, where they fortified barricades and stockpiled petrol bombs and projectiles including Polytechnic University and Chinese University of Hong Kong. We spoke to Chad de Guzman, a Filipino taking his master's in Hong Kong Baptist University. On November 11, the university said that it would suspend classes. And a few days later, they were telling mainland Chinese students and all of the international students to leave Hong Kong. And it was this exodus that actually prompted a lot of disappointment. They were really baffled by the idea that the university is sending them out because of the escalating violence in Hong Kong. Their classes were stopped with only three meetings away from the end of the semester. And they felt that the university did not do anything to protect their interests. But Chad tells us tensions on campus have already been escalating. It has gotten to the point that if you speak Mandarin, which is not the widely spoken language in Hong Kong because Hong Kong locals speak Cantonese, or if you say pro-Chinese sentiments, some students would actually attack you verbally. There have been teachers who have experienced verbal attacks from students because they've expressed pro-Beijing sentiments. But on Thursday night, the police siege at Polytechnic University neared an end. Majority of protesters left campus and only a handful are still holed up at the site. Pro-democracy protesters below 18 years old had their personal information recorded by police before being allowed to go home. The rest of those who surrendered were arrested. Now, psychology and social work experts from Miriam College and Ateneo de Manila University are making public the results of their study of the drug war's impact on victims' children. Since 2017, they've been documenting the experience of more than 60 orphans. We spoke with clinical psychologist Mara Yusinko about their research entitled Ang Mga Kwentong Tokhang na Mga Batang Naulila sa War on Drugs. We gave you a snippet of this conversation last week where Yusinko revealed that victims' children were being used as assets by the authorities. 
to help identify those involved in the drug trade. Here's part two of the conversation where researchers try to foresee the impact of the drug war on the victim's children in the future. It's a simple question that every adult asks a child. What do you want to be when you grow up? When they look into the future, it's still very hopeful. It still sounds like a bunch of kids talking about the future. They want to be architects, they want to be pilots, stewardess, basketball players. May mga iba na very directed towards justice. Gusto maging lawyers dahil they would cite the experience as a reason why. And the funny thing is a lot of them want to become policemen and women. So I would say like almost like 50% of the answers was gusto nila maging police. And it's not because they want to retaliate. Ang reason nila is we want to show that there's a proper way of being police. And so they would point that out. Na if we want to be healed, kami, kung gusto namin ng healing, hindi lang yun at a personal level, they would point out and put the responsibility back to us and also to the government na kung may healing na mangyayari, dapat maayos yung mga policies. Ever tried taking a stroll in your city and just absorbing the vibe of the buildings around you? Does it appear at all Filipino to you? Randy David continues his conversation with landscape architect and urban planner Paolo Alcazarin on the Metro Manila identity, or perhaps the lack thereof. We are starting to live in places that are not of us that are aspirations of people who want to escape the Philippines and our real culture. Because if you look at the ads of these uh, developers, oh, it's going to be like San Francisco, uh, it's Soho, but it's not Philippines. It's never off the place anymore. It's something else. So there's something fundamental we lost here, no? I mean, the soul of the Filipino, no? It's no longer mirrored in our place of work in our place of um, residence. And And part of the problem is the helplessness a lot of us have in even trying to shape our environment because we default to the wishes of developers and designs from abroad. Oh, ginawa nila, so we might as well enjoy it. Catch part two of this podcast with Paolo Alcazarin in conversations with Randy David out now. And before we let you go, here's something you might have missed out on this week. World Toilet Day. Yes, it is a thing, and it is celebrated every November 19. United Nations data shows more than half the global population will live without safely managed sanitation. A 2017 survey by the Philippine National Demographic and Health found that 4.5% of Filipinos do not have toilets and tend to do their business outside. The campaign aims to raise awareness on sanitation. Owning a toilet helps control the spread of diseases such as cholera, typhoid, hepatitis A, diarrhea, and even polio. This year, the Department of Health is calling on all Pinoys to please invest on sanitation. Mamaya na yung cellphone. Unahin naman natin ang ating kalusugan. And that was this week's headlines. If you like what you hear, Help us make more podcasts by running ads on our shows or making a pledge to support our storytelling. 
you can email us at pumapodcast at gmail.com or tell a friend to start listening to us. And don't forget to subscribe to Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting platform. Maraming salamat po. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.